It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's Locked On Jayhawks, we're doing a mid-season into the bye week evaluation of where Kansas, some of their position groups, some of their players rank in accordance with the rest of the Big 12 to give you maybe a bigger picture idea of how everything has gone and you know how well everybody's kind of played at different positions on this episode of Locked On Jayhawks. You are Locked On Jayhawks, your daily podcast on the Kansas Jayhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Derek Johnson. You can hear me as well Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. on KLWN in Lawrence with Rock Chalk Sports Talk. Thanks for making Locked on Jayhawks your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get any of your podcasts and find us on our YouTube page where you can like and subscribe to the show. On today's edition of Locked on Jayhawks, we're going over some uh, kind of midseason grades in comparison with KU to the Big 12 at different positions. We'll start with the offense, get to the defense, what it all means on this episode of the show. First two, we are brought to you by Jason Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase the Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics and treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So we're going to start with the offensive side. We're going to look at some pro football focus numbers in where KU, some of their position players, or some of their positions and some of the players rank in accordance with the Big 12. Because, you know, sometimes you can hear, oh, this player has a 70 grade on pro football focus, or this player has a 65 grade. And, and you don't totally know what that means. You you want context. Well, how good is KU compared to the rest of the conference, compared to their peers, compared to, you know, some of the other teams they're going up against? So starting with the offense, let's start with the quarterback position. Jalen Daniels is where you would expect him to rank. Jalen Daniels is number two on pro football focus in his grade. Now, uh, to be clear, these ranks are only in the Big 12, not in the country. And also these grades only include those who are qualified. So uh, you have to have a certain snap minimum number to qualify at all these positions we're going to go through today. Uh, But Jalen, number two there. He's also number two for what it's worth if he were qualified for QBR, which is a stat that I really like. 81.1 QBR for Jalen Daniels, which backs up the pro football focus grade. Uh, Only Dylan Gabriel, the better quarterback there. Now, Jason Bean, you might be wondering where he is. Well, he is uh, eighth on pro football focus grade, which that actually makes sense, right? I mean, we've kind of said that, yeah, it feels like Jason Bean is kind of middle of the pack, maybe upper half quarterback in the Big 12. And if he's number eight, that's middle of the pack. And if you take away Jalen Daniels, because if you're ranking him out, it's with Jason Bean healthy, then he's the number seven quarterback, right? So that seems about right with where he's at. Uh, His QBR is 66.7. That's seventh in the Big 12. Both those numbers feel uh, pretty pretty on par with kind of what you've seen and same with Jalen Daniels that, you know, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the big 12. So nothing really surprising there. I, I think if anything, those just kind of back up your thoughts, moving to the running back position, Devin Neal is number two in the big 12 in pro football focus grade. He's also in terms of just some of the raw stats, fourth in rushing yards. He has the best yard per carry of any of the top seven rushers in the big 12. He's one of the best running backs in the conference. Okay, that gets backed up there. Daniel Hysha is number seven on pro football focus grade. He's ninth in the Big 12 in rushing yards. Okay, seems about fair. Uh, Dylan McDuffie also is 30th in the Big 12 in rushing yards for what it's worth, but didn't have the snap minimum on pro football focus. So through quarterbacks and running backs, everything's adding up. You think the offense is good. You think some of the skill players are good. Okay, the numbers have backed it up on all of those. On to receiver. I think this tells kind of an interesting story. KU's overall receiving grade has been good this year. Uh, But right now, they don't have a single receiver who grades in the top 15 in the Big 12. 
Luke Graham ranks 16th, Lawrence Arnold ranks 18th, and Quentin Skinner ranks 25th. So basically what you're doing, I always view it this way. There are 14 teams in the Big 12, right? Theoretically, you want to have one in each rung. You want to have one in the top 14, one in the top 28, one in the top 42, right? So that you say, okay, we have we have one that's on par with everyone else. Well, technically, KU doesn't have like that true number one receiver. And maybe some of that's reflective in the overall stats. But what they do have is they have three legit number two receivers in the Big 12. And I think this reflects the story of, of what this is, that KU maybe is missing that true number one target that you could just get the ball to and they would constantly make guys miss with, with the ball in their hand, right? Like every team would, would love to have those. Like Luther Burden for Missouri, like that's a gigantic reason why they're so good. They have one of those receivers. KU doesn't have that. But KU has three really good receivers, and that's what you get. You have three of the top 25 receivers. Uh, you look at 14 teams in the Big 12. That means that you'd have all three of those guys would be top two receivers, basically, on any other team in the Big 12. And yours are all clustered together. And I think that goes back in line, too, with how balanced you are and how there's not maybe one guy emerging from the other. It depends what stat category you're looking at. Like, Grimm has the most touchdowns. Uh, I think Arnold has the most receiving yards right now in reception. So um, I, I think that's pretty indicative of what it is. Tight ends. Mason Fairchild's number two in pro football focus in the Big 12. Jared Casey is number three. I was really happy when I saw these grades. We know Fairchild's really good, and I think Fairchild's going to have a shot in the NFL for uh, next year, especially with the way he's been picking up some of the receiving totals here over the last couple weeks. But Jared Casey being number three, it further backs up the idea that you have one of the best tight end position groups in the Big 12, and you are super deep at that position. But how well Jared Casey has played, even though Casey, the, the receiving numbers maybe don't always jump off the page, the impact that he has on your team from a blocking level. Um, I hope Jared Casey gets some sort of award recognition in the postseason, whether it's even honorable mention all Big 12. Um, I would probably vote him as a fullback like I did in the preseason because of the way he's used in kind of an H-back role. But he could play in a lot of different ways, and he's been awesome. And the pro football focus grades, reflective of that, uh, something that you might not just see on the stat sheet. And then on to the offensive line. Which I think kind of interesting here. So Dominic Pooney is the number four offensive tackle. Now for the tackle position, it takes into account left and right tackles. So to be the number four offensive tackle in pro football focus in the big 12, that's a really good number for Dominic Pooney to be at. Your other tackle, Bryce Cableu is number 20. So, you know, that kind of puts you in line with the idea of if every team has two starting tackles, you'd like both of them to be in the top 28. Theoretically, he's number 20. So, you know, that's fine. Uh, the guard positions, Michael Ford, has been the number two guard in pro football focus. I don't know that we've talked enough about Michael Ford and how good he's been. We've talked a little bit about, you know, some of the games that he's played well and his, I guess, versatility and flexibility on the offensive line that you can plug and play him at either guard spot. You can play him at center. I honestly, if you really had to, you can probably move him to tackle in a pitch. And he has been awesome at guard for you this season. He is looking like an all big 12 player at guard. And I think that deserves being brought up right now. Number two on pro football focus in the big 12 and grade. Kobe Baines is number 11. That's a solid number. Our Marjorie Adams, number 16. You have three of the top 16 guards in the Big 12. And again, these are teams who you're starting a left guard and a right guard. So the fact that you have three of the top 16 speaks very well to that position group and how you've done here on the interior of your offensive line. The one that's kind of interesting here that maybe raises an eyebrow, and I, I, I'm not saying that from a standpoint of that I disagree, is that Mike Nowitzki is number 11. So center is not a position like the tackles or guards where there's, you know, a bunch plugged in there because you're starting multiple. You're just starting the one. So theoretically, you know, it is on a scale of there's 14 starting centers in the Big 12. And Nowitzki's only number 11 here. 
Nowitzki was obviously preseason all Big 12 and, and has gotten recognition, whether it's been honorable mention or second team or whatever it's been over the last couple of years at KU. And I think that what this reads to me is that he's playing through injury. I know there was, uh, uh, I think, some practices that he missed. I forget if it was a week or two ago that he's kind of playing through stuff. And I think you're seeing that reflected in maybe the performance, that it hasn't been as good of a year so far for Mike Nowitzki this year than it has been the past couple of years at Kansas. And maybe, I don't know, uh, some of Mike Nowitzki was, um, you have a guy who was a solid player for you for a couple of years when you weren't always the best team, so you get that pumped up but I do think a big part of it is just the injury stuff so if he can get healthy off this bye week because going through the rest of that offensive line again every other player in their top 20 at their position you feel good about where you are with those offensive line rankings if Nowitzki can get healthy and play like the guy who we've thought so highly of and is that all big 12 caliber center I mean I, I think the offensive line has done a tremendous job so far that only raises it so much more so that's kind of exciting that the offensive line has played well, and there's an avenue for it to get even better. Uh, let's move to the defensive side of the ball, though, on these some of these grades and where KU ranks in the Big 12. First, this episode of the show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Don't be caught unprepared. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from physicians on any treatment related questions doctor created doctor recommended jace medical is simple you go online fill out a form and then you get a prescription of life-saving medications right to your door the jace case gives you peace of mind that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency situation you'll actually have them jace medical makes sure you have the medication in hand get 20 dollars off on these life-saving antibiotics today from jace medical by using my code locked on at checkout jacemedical.com that's J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com. We are brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Perfect weekend this weekend, no KU football. You might be like, ah, what am I going to do to entertain myself? Well, you can, you know, bet responsibly on some of the games and get some player props, whether it's college football or the NFL. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Under the defensive side of the ball with some of these pro football focus numbers and uh, play rates for KU compared to the Big 12. Let's start on the defensive side of the ball with the defensive line and the defensive tackle interior defensive line position. I think this tells a real story. Um, I, I do think that um, maybe one of these grades, I, I, I would have maybe a tad higher, but I do think this tells a story that when you look at KU's defense and some of the struggles they've had the last three weeks against the run, giving up over 200 rushing yards each of the three weeks, over 300 yards to Texas, this is probably where you would start with that. Tommy Dunn is the highest graded KU defensive tackle right now. He's ranked 33rd in the Big 12. Devin Phillips is 34th. That's the one I think should be higher, but how much higher? I don't know. Gage Key's 36th and DJ Withers 37th. There are 43 qualified defensive tackles by snap count in the Big 12 for this, which means that you have, of your top four defensive tackles in the rotation, 
they're all in the bottom 11 of the conference. None are in the top 30 right now. It's clear when you're looking at needing the defense, you know, areas where you can improve and you need to over the back half of the season, this is one where you look at. And I do think the avenue is there. Tommy Dunn's still a young player. DJ Withers still a young player. They're both redshirt sophomores. Theoretically, they should be getting better as they go on, and, and maybe the light bulb clicks and they get even better over the back half of the season. Gage Key's young player, redshirt sophomore, and he's a transfer. So you're also adding, you know, getting more comfortable with the system. Devin Phillips, as much as he's an experienced player, is a transfer still learning the system. So there is an avenue for this unit to get a lot better. But right now, when you look at some of the struggles on the defensive side of the ball, you can see why you've given up some things on this end, and you're going to need more from that interior defensive line position. Defensive end position, Austin Booker's number two in the Big 12 right now. He's been excellent. I think that backs up how well he's been playing so far. How about this one? Hayden Hatcher is number 13. So he's uh, higher up there than I thought he was going to be. He's been having a solid season so far for KU, even playing through some injury. Uh, maybe the bye week here gets him even more healthy and has him playing you know, at a top 10 level in the Big 12. Patrick Joyner is number 35, which theoretically is a rotational pass rusher. That's fine. Again, going back in line with every team starts two DNs. You have 14 teams in the Big 12. You're 35. That puts you at basically, you know, if you if you view the top 28 as being starters, even though they're all not, uh, if you're the number seven backup, like that's solid. That's fine with Patrick Joyner. But this one, a little interesting. Jeremy Robinson at number 42. You look at some of the totals, the sacks, the tackles for loss. Jeremy Robinson would be way higher on that in the Big 12. So you try to figure out, you're trying to find, okay, why is he only number 42 here? Well, I, I think part of it may be a little bit of consistency. We heard in the offseason from the KU football coaches that they were they felt like Jeremy Robinson had the flashes, but they were looking for more consistency. And maybe that's reflective in the stats. You say, oh, but he has you know four, four and a half sacks. But maybe the plays where he's not getting sacks, they're not good plays. The other part of this, you look at the grade, he has struggled against the run. And as a defensive end, sometimes you can be seen of very highly because you, you boost up big stack totals. So you're going to need more against the run for Jeremy Robinson. I do think also though, going back in line with some of the other positions, I think Robinson's been dealing with some injury stuff. He's playing through some injury stuff and that's going to hurt you, right? You're not going to play as well when you're hurt as when you're healthy. So maybe the bye week helps him out there. Uh, but I found that one to be a little bit interesting, but overall, you know, you have number two, number 13, 35 and 42. I think that's okay for KU. Uh, the linebacker position, JB Brown is number 13 in the big 12. So that puts you as a low-end starter for your number one in the Big 12, which is fine. But Brown is kind of being a rotational linebacker, and he's your best-graded linebacker. I find that kind of interesting. Uh, Taiwan Berryhill is not um, eligible on here. He doesn't have enough snaps because he's missed time with, with injury and everything. Also, for what it's worth, um, Craig Young is going to be listed as a safety in this based on how they've lined him up. Last year, I think he was listed as like a slot corner in how they played him. This year, he's uh, listed as a safety, so we'll get to him in the safety discussion here. Um, but in regards to Barry Hill, he right now is KU's lowest-graded pro football focus defender for the full season at a 46. So it would put him in line with this next guy we're going to mention, which is uh, Rich Miller. Miller is number 37 out of 39 qualified Big 12 linebackers. And so Barry Hill, you'd be looking at it, you would be having – uh, two of the bottom four linebackers by pro football focus grade in the Big 12. And they're playing the majority of the snaps. I think part of the answer here, maybe play J.B. Brown a little bit more. Maybe play Cornell Wheeler a little bit more. Now, both players, super athletic. They do have their faults, but they're giving you a little extra thump. I think some of the answer could be there. Um, you just need more out of the guys who are returning. It's that simple, you know. 
And I like Rich Miller. I like Tywin Berryhill. I think they're good kids. I think they work hard. Um, it's it's not like an effort thing at all. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe more tape or figuring out the system or whatever it is. You're going to need more from this group. And you hope it's in there for the defense to be better. Because to have two of the bottom four linebackers in the Big 12, basically, by this pro football focus grade, shows you some of the weakness there. The corners... I think this guy should be graded higher. Kobe Bryant's number 13. Now you look at some of the numbers and, and they would say that, you know, some of the coverage stuff, he, he is higher there. So he's been good. Um, I view him as being better than that. Mellow Dotson's number 17, which, you know, in talking some of yesterday and the takeaways with some of the stuff he's given up recently, that number's kind of been dropping a little bit for him. We'll see where that number finishes for Mellow Dotson. But honestly, 17 is, is not that bad. Kalen Gervin at number 33 as an experienced player. So it, it, the corners have been fine, but a position you were looking to be a strength, I don't know that you would fully classify it as that. Like I think Colby Bryant's well on his way to all big 12 first team, but overall as a unit, maybe you want a little bit more there. And then the safety position, uh, I think reflected well here for the top two guys, Marvin Grant's number seven. He's had a really good year so far. Um, Kenny Logan's number eight. I think he's had an even better year than he did a year ago. Um, and then, uh, OJ Burroughs is in at number 37. I think that's more reflective. He had a, he had a tough couple first weeks, but he's been playing a lot better since then over the last three or four weeks. So really Burroughs is playing better than, than where he is ranked overall. Uh, you feel good about where the safeties are. You just do with Grant Logan and, and Burroughs and everything. Uh, as far as Craig Young, I mentioned he was part of the safeties. He's number 32. If you count him as a safety, which I think this goes in line with one of our takeaways yesterday, which was maybe instead of playing your, your sub packages, your, your pass defense packages Craig Young just basically being like oh we're gonna play all three of our linebackers out there and Craig Young will basically be like our you know kind of nickelback in a way I, I think it would probably behoove Kansas just to play Craig Young when it is the passing package as one of the traditional linebackers and allow you to get another DB out there uh, whether it's another corner whether it's another safety uh, especially with the way the three safeties are played again Burrow's playing better lately I think that would probably benefit uh, for KU there but overall when you're comparing the offense and the defense numbers, it's pretty obvious, you know, some of the shortcomings and, and some of the positives you've had. Let's get more into that, what this all means. First, this episode of Locked on Jayhawks is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. So what this all means, obviously, as we're going through the numbers, a lot better numbers on the KU offense and the KU defense. Okay, that makes sense. You know, Captain Obvious there. KU is obviously good at offense overall. 
Uh, they're good at the skill positions. You know, if you had that one extra superstar receiver, I think it'd take this offense over the top, but that guy's not super easy to find. But you're just solid everywhere. You're good at tight end. You're good at running back. You're solid at receiver. You're you're solid to good at quarterback, depending who's in there. Um, you're solid at offensive line. You have a chance to get even better. It's the defensive side of the ball where, you know, you do have some star talent. Like Austin Booker has been a star so far. Kobe Bryant is a star at the cornerback position. But you need the other guys, the depth guys, the other filler starters. You need them to carry a little more water for the defense to get up. And, and obviously, you know, it's, it's interesting because the UCF game is probably the best defensive performance of the Lance Leipold era. Then you look at the Oklahoma State game, it's a bad one. Giving up 39 points to an offense that coming in was scoring 23 a game and was one of the bottom five or six offenses in the Big 12 was not a great performance by the KU defense. Give 550 yards of offense to the Cowboys. So um, it's it's pretty obvious to be like, okay, improve here and there. As far as what positions I think they have the best chance of improving at on the defense side of the ball, I do think that defensive tackle is the one. And if that can get better, I think it will improve the linebacker play because they'll have less guys that they have to worry about getting off blocks because the defensive tackles will be doing more of that. So uh, I, I think it was just kind of interesting going through some of those numbers. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Locked on Jayhawks. We're going to have a Big 12 preseason basketball, uh, KU basketball, KU Big 12 media day conversation coming up in our next episode of Locked on Jayhawks. Make sure you subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast and or on our YouTube page. See you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.